Welcome to the Laser Therapy Institute weekly podcast, the world's first podcast about medical laser therapy for healthcare providers. Each week, we discuss the latest research, interviews with experts, and how laser therapy can enhance your practice. Now, here is the founder of LTI and your host, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Hello, and welcome back to the Laser Therapy Institute weekly podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Roundtree, and I will be your host today. I've got a special guest here with me. This is Dr. Agnieszka Klucci from Galena, Illinois, and she is actually back on the podcast. We've had her on in the past to talk about using laser to address acute injuries. Today, we're going to be talking about post-surgical pain, uh, re-injury, adhesions, all kinds of exciting stuff when it comes to helping patients out who may not have many options. So, Dr. Klucci, welcome back. Yes, thank you for, for having me. Always a pleasure to have you on. So, um, you know, when we're talking about post-surgical pain, there's oftentimes medications that are prescribed to handle pain immediately post-surgically. There's oftentimes uh, physical therapy assigned, especially with orthopedic surgeries, to assist with um, the functional capacity return and, and getting patients back to being functional. However, I think you and I both know that there are many times where patients deal with ongoing pain um, and uh, nerve damage and, and injury, things like that, that don't necessarily have a real simple answer. And what have you seen in practice with patients who have gone through some of those orthopedic surgeries in particular? Um, regarding the pain medication aspect and laser specifically? Yeah. Yeah. So a, a lot of patients who, you know, you, you have your two sets of patients, you have your patients who want to be on those pain meds as long as they possibly can. And then there's the other group who takes them only when absolutely necessary, because they don't want to have to overdo the, the pain medication aspect, right? Um, so the pain medication, some people do get addicted to it, because they are in so much pain or discomfort, whether it's um, physical therapy is not going well, or they have some other issues that are, are creating more pain and discomfort than they'd wanted after, after the surgery. Um, and then there's people who do too much activity along with physical therapy and then end up taking more pain medication, right? So then at that point, you don't even know what their level of true pain sometimes is. Um, and then there's your patients who take pain medication only to get through physical therapy um, and then don't take it as much on a regular basis just so that they don't overdo their activity level. So there's kind of a, a little bit of both of both patients will um, greatly be impacted by laser therapy and they would definitely benefit from laser laser therapy as well. So you're talking about laser and laser in the injured area, the surgical area directly in the case of like a joint replacement or arthroscopic surgery. Yes. So and um, sometimes areas surrounding that. So if it's a if it's a hip going higher from the hip and the low back down past the hip joint or um, mid thigh past the knee joint into the cap. Sometimes just depending on what's what's going on specifically with that patient. Because sometimes patients just automatically assume, okay, well it has to be due to the direct impact of surgery. Okay, this is only surgical pain, right? They they don't really think about okay, this is secondary pain, this is compensatory type of pain, or this is I overdid it walking up and down the stairs doing laundry kind of pain. So it's not always directly associated even with um, the pain of surgery. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So 
you know, uh, most surgeries, most orthopedic surgeries do result in success when they're done in, in the right environment, you know, meaning a, a patient who has a true need for some type of intervention there. Um, uh, the definition of a surgical success, though, is a 30% improvement in symptoms at the one-year uh, post-surgically mark. So in many cases, we may be talking about patients, too, that are still dealing with a percentage of pain or uh, the original condition that they actually even went into surgery for. And if they've already had the surgery, um, I know in my practice, at least, I've seen some patients said, you know, I had this issue, went in, I had the surgery done, and it's still, like, it's better, but it's still there. And now what? I don't, there's nothing else I can do. Um, you know, in that case, is laser therapy something they could be looking at? Yes, uh, laser therapy would be a, a great modality at that time to be able to help further heal up uh, any of the surrounding tissues, whether it's the bone itself, whether it's the joint, ligament, tendon, any type of soft tissue. Um, or even if it's something that they're compensating for that's radiating to the knee or radiating, you know, above or, or below as well. Yeah, that's a good point. You, you have effects when you, when you have surgical intervention, you have effects not only immediately in that location, but oftentimes uh, distal or proximal from that, um, from that area. Um, what about, um, what about compensations? You'd mentioned, you know, you've got other areas that are involved too. What do you, what do you see for, for other involvement in areas of, especially when we're talking about things like uh, knee or hip replacements? So a, a lot of times I will see either the joint above or the joint below. So I will see a lot of sacroiliac dysfunction, low back pain due to compensation. A lot of times patients are either on walkers or canes for a short period of time. So they're not as weight bearing on that post-surgical joint. So that will lead to a lot of sacroiliac dysfunction as well. Um, or even just if they don't have proper range of motion, let's say in the hip or in the knee area, then I'll see a lot of feet ankle issues, right? There's not a lot of stability in that foot or that ankle, or they're externally rotating their feet because they're, they're walking differently now because they're learning how to walk on that new joint. So there's a, a lot that goes into post-surgical treatment aside from just, okay, let's own the attack, the area where the surgery was, uh, was performed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's good. You know, um, obviously the, the right kind of post-surgical care can really help with the overall outcomes. And that oftentimes does include things like physical therapy and, and, and proper home care, but it gets a little complex when you start talking about patients with comorbidities, things like, uh, type two diabetes and, um, nerve damage, things like that. Uh, have you had any experience with patients um, in those categories where they maybe have a few factors working against them? And, and what did you guys do? Uh, well, there was one case where I had a, a patient have um, a bilateral peripheral arterial bypass in the back of his legs. And he, I can't remember the condition exactly why he was having them. I think it was just PAD um, mm -hmm. specifically, um, but he was also a diabetic. And so he had experienced a lot of numbness and tingling post, post-surgically. Um, and of course, uh, because of the diabetes. And, you know, in that instance, he had both numbness and tingling and 
poor circulation. So his toes were always very cold. So on top of having PAD and having the diabetes kind of one really affecting the other, um, he noticed a very quick turnaround with laser therapy. He noticed, um, you know, first the tingling go away. And I mean, he said that his foot while he was sleeping in bed would literally get so numb and tingling that it just felt like a hard wooden stump. And he would literally have to hit it on his bedpost just to kind of regain circulation. I mean, after, I think it was about six treatments and he, that sensation completely had gone away. And because of something like that, even though he was more of a controlled diabetic, um, his numbness and tingling had gone away and actually stayed away. So it's not something that we have to battle. Whereas to, you know, we will have some patients who are type two diabetics and come in with a sciatica. So they have the numbness and the tingling and their calf down, but then they have the sciatica like sensation, right? So we can tackle one thing at a time, just depending on how healthy they are. Are they controlled or uncontrolled diabetic as well? You know, so uh, one aspect is treating the patient. The other aspect is really educating the patient uh, in saying that, you know, we can help with this part of the condition because it's coming from something that could be corrected, such as the patient who had the numbness and tingling post-surgically from the arterial bypass. But, you know, describe to them, there's a different sensation of numbness and tingling in the feet from from the diabetes. And unless he is controlled, that's something that can potentially keep returning back as the diabetes is progressing. So education is really important as um, as well. No, that's that's a great point. You know, we, we're not going to claim laser as a cure for diabetes or for really any particular condition at all. Correct. You've got to be able to make sure the patient knows what's going on so they can be an active participant in their care. They can help manage some of these problems uh, like the diabetes, you know, yeah, uncontrolled sugars. You you can you can help that patient, but if they don't manage that side, they're going to continue to have ongoing problems down the road. It's a good point. Yeah. So um, what about uh, some of the abdominal surgeries? I've had a, a patient myself with uh, significant abdominal um, surgeries with um, a bowel resection and um, had a lot of struggles with adhesions and digestive dysfunction. We're able to work on that patient and then just a a handful of treatments over about a month long period, get him to where his digestive system was functioning well. And he did just, just so well from there. And he really didn't have any answer besides laser. Have you seen anything like that? Anything similar to that? Um, I have seen, cases of patients who have had less, maybe less traumatic than a um, bowel resection, but I've had um, hysterectomies and C-sections and hernias as well. And especially with something like a hernia where a mesh is put into place, they're they're dealing with a lot of um, discomfort also in an area that is um, a very sensitive. There's a lot of nerves in the area, a lot of uh, blood flow um, in the area. So, and it's an area that's constantly moving from sitting to standing uh, to to moving to walking. So, a lot of patients do uh, respond very quickly, especially if they can come in within about a week post whatever kind of surgery they have. Uh, they definitely notice a lot of um, uh, a lot more improvement. And then also, they're not dependent upon the pain medications, because usually within that week, they're really ramping up those pain meds. The nerve block is starting to wear off in a lot of these um, 
post-surgical conditions. And so they're starting to take more pain medication. So if we can intervene prior to them having to ramp up that, that pain medication and um, preventing that increase of dependence upon pain medication, then they notice a lot of pain relief and a lot more mobility in a lot of these instances as well. That's really so critical, I think, um, to be able to help patients minimize medication use. You've got not only the risk of addiction with opioids, but also effects on digestive health and function. Uh, a lot of patients deal with a lot of constipation when they're using opioid medications. Even just simple over-the-counter NSAIDs have uh, pretty significant risk factors for uh, GI bleeds and, and other organ problems. So whenever you can take somebody and help them minimize that pain, that pain medication use, but have them actually functioning well and feeling well, I think that has very much long-term payoff, um, not only with how they feel, but, but even with the, the body's health in general, if you can stay away from some of those medications. And on top of that, um, the patient education portion, I'm really big on patient education. Uh, the, yeah. The, the, yeah, the, the, the part that I always explain to patients is whether you're taking a muscle relaxer or CBD oil or naproxen or pain medication, none of those are ever restoring tissue function or, or healing any type of tissue. You're, all it's doing, it's temporarily relieving symptoms so that you, you can fall asleep, which I'm, of course, I'm an advocate for patients to be able to fall asleep and be able to rest and heal that way. But the, the pill that they're taking is not aiding in any type of healing or restoration. And when you have laser therapy and we're able to reduce the amount of pain and inflammation in the tissue, but it's actual true decrease of pain and inflammation because it's promoting the healing within the cell itself, then you're actually attaining a true pain relief and a true anti-inflammatory effect that leads to true healing um, and restoration of that tissue. Whereas to pain medications, anti-inflammatories do not have that effect. That's, that's a very good point. There's, there's some recent research too that seems to point towards uh, anti-inflammatories actually even slowing down okay. tissue healing and, and increasing scar tissue formation. So that, yeah, that's a really good point. You're not doing the patient any favors necessarily if they have to stay on some of these medications um, and, and if, if we can you know, avoid them, it really does help not only avoid some of the problems with meds, but even just the, the fact that the tissues can get healthier. And, and good point with that laser, laser does a good job with pain reduction, but it's really because you're improving the health of the tissues, not just blocking pain signals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of patients uh, I've, that I've seen are worried about the hardware that they have um, with orthopedic surgeries potentially being a problem, you know, well, can you laser around my plates and screws that I have in my ankle? Or, well, what if you, what if you laser over this area of my spine that's been fused? Um, what have you seen in practice with, with that as far as patients with hardware and concerns and any, any safety concerns there with doing laser? Sure. Now, one thing that I will say that I, there's so many things that I really appreciate about uh, the technology of laser therapy, but being that it's it's multi-use, you're not really limited, but you know, over the direct eyeball, you're not really limited um, where you can 
laser, but also the fact that you can laser over somebody who has rods in their in their spine or in their femur, right? Um, a lot of osteoporotic type of patients who have fractures in their femurs will have, you know, one to both rod, um, rods on both sides. You know, you could safely laser over these these rods and these plates um, or implants or whatever it may may be to once again you're you're promoting healing within the surrounding tissue so it not melting or overheating or or crumbling or breaking or anything of the sort um, it, it really adds uh, another level of safety and efficacy to to the laser that's fantastic excellent well, hey, I think uh, I think we can pretty much pretty well conclude that if you're a practitioner that deals with patients that are uh, going through post-surgical issues, and I think if you work in the physical medicine sphere at all, you're going to see these patients, whether it is abdominal surgeries or orthopedic surgeries, post-fracture joint replacements. You're, you're going to see patients with post-surgical conditions, post-surgical pain, uh, damage to the nerves. Um, issues like that if you work in the physical medicine sphere at all. I think you can conclude just from what we've talked about here today that laser can be a great tool, you know, and and it's not necessarily something you have to do for forever. It can be um, a lot of times a handful of treatments and see some very good improvements. Uh, even if you work outside of physical medicine, though, uh, even in family care, this has got to be something that you're going to see a decent amount of and patients that are looking for guidance. So to be able to have a modality like laser to be able to offer those patients to have some really hope for improvement really can add some value to your practice in general. Well, Dr. Colucci, thanks very much for joining us today. Uh, really appreciate your insight. It's, it's always nice to hear from you. Um, it's uh, excellent to have another experienced clinician on and, and hear what you've been doing. Yes, thank you. I do want to make another point to um, laser post, uh, post-surgery. Is oftentimes a lot of patients, regardless of what the surgery is, um, they will wait a very long time to come back to your office if you solely only do chiropractic, right? They're afraid. Well, I can't lay down because it hurts my wrist post-surgically or whatever it may be, but my back is still hurting. So this is adding, okay, well, we're A, we can take care of the area that you had surgery for, but we can also take care of any spinal pain that you may be experiencing now. You know, even if you have surgery on your shoulder or your wrist or your elbow and you're in a sling, of course you can't lay down for a manipulation, um, but that's going to start leading to some neck, some neck pain, if not more neck pain, if they were experiencing or upper back pain. So to be able to have a very universal modality, such as laser, not only to be applied directly on the area, but the other areas that they're experiencing pain with that they were coming to you for. That's a fantastic point. I'm so glad you brought that up because that really is a real factor. I've run into that in the past. It's been a little while now. Um, but I've run into that for sure before a patient calls in and says, you know, I, I can't make it into my appointment because, you know, I can't lay down on my, on my stomach anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No worries. We got you. We, we can yeah. do this treatment seated. We can do it standing. I mean, yeah. so many options. Yeah, most definitely. So that's very, very versatile. That's excellent. Yeah. No, excellent point. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right. Well, thanks again very much for joining us and uh, look forward to talking with you again soon. Yes. Thank you very much. Subscribe now to keep learning about the growing field of laser therapy. Check out our patient-focused podcast, Healing at the Speed of Light, a great resource for your patients. For massive practice growth and improved patient outcomes, become a certified Laser Therapy Institute clinic. Learn how at lasertherapyinstitute.org.